Hello, friends. This is Taver Lee, and you are listening to Grit and Grace. We are here for soul-level conversations that will take us across the veil in mystical and magical ways. I invite you to leave what you know at the door, open your heart, and receive. If you want to find out more information, make sure you go to moontempleschool.com. And now let's get started. The most underutilized practice for witches, for those on the spiritual path, is bringing in your ancestors into your craft. These powerful allies have so much to offer you, and that's what we're talking about today. I'm Taverly. I'm a high priestess. I'm a practicing witch and the founder of the Moon Temple Mystery School and always a student of life. I'm here to teach and to learn and to share the way that I practice my magic, the way that I teach it in mystery school. And if you're here with me on this journey and you're new and you haven't met me before, make sure that you subscribe so I can continue to bring you great information. If you've been with me a long time, thank you. Thank you for being here. This is a really deep topic. And it's not deep in the sense that it's hard to get into. It's deep in terms of how much it will impact your life. Ancestral magic is, to me, one of the most underutilized practices out there. We're talking about the blood of our blood. We're talking about our kin. We're talking about those that go back, for many of us, farther than we even know. And is it possible to bring their wisdom and guidance forward? Uh, Yes. This is what I'm here for. This is what today is all about. And I'm going to give you at the very end of this video the exact words that you can use after you've done the first steps I'm going to share that you can use to bring forth the knowledge and the wisdom and leave behind the things that no longer serve you in your lineage. Because here's what I know to be true. Your ancestors want you to follow your soul's purpose. They do. They're no longer in human form. They don't have the same constraints as humans, but if they have, since they have already been human, they have so much to give you and they want you to be successful. So bringing them into your practice, bringing your ancestors into your practice and truly awakening these lineages has a profound impact on your life in so many ways. And so What happens when we bring our ancestors into our practice? Well, number one, they can help clear trauma. They can help clear family patterns. They can assist if there's curses that have been placed on your family. They can move you away from generational upper limits or generational patterns that no longer serve you. And here's the the amazing thing. When you do this work to bring your ancestors in, clear the lineage and bring the wisdom forward, you're supporting and clearing seven generations behind you and seven generations in front of you. We have the ability to make that much impact on those that have come before us and those that are going to come in front of us. So number one, they have the ability to clear traumas, patterns, and possibly even curses. Number two, They are such powerful allies. 
if there's ever an ally or a spirit ally you bring into your life, um, as opposed to like a deity or a spirit guide, yes, they can come in and make great impact in, in, in your path, in your workings, but the blood of your blood has so much more investment into your success. So they become powerful, powerful allies. Number three, they have wisdom and knowledge from the other side of the veil that you don't have. They can bring it into your body and light up remembrance within you. They have given you your blood that carries their genes and their genes has knowledge. And I call them codes, right? They're they're codes that can come through that live in your genetic makeup, that you can wake up those codes by bringing them into your life. And two other things that are important. Number one, you can understand archetypal sequences in how you're playing out this lifetime. And I know this might seem wild, but archetypal sequences, meaning like different stories in the archetypal areas where one person fills this role and one person fills this role, it's easy to identify where you're sitting within that archetypal story of your family. And knowledge is power. So you can learn so much about yourself and why this lifetime is happening the way that it is when you truly bring in your ancestors. And then lastly, when you wake up lineages that sit behind you, so if you visualize it as um, your mother's side of the family on your left side, if you can picture all of the humans on the left side of your your family on your mother's side, and if you can picture all the side of your father's family on the right side, there is likely in your lineage certain type of spiritual practices or knowledge that you didn't know. Whether you come from an old indigenous tribe in Europe or in South America or in Africa, these lineages get lit up within you, which brings more power to your practice. So there are so many positives to it. And I'm going to talk about the one caveat that I'm sure some of you are feeling, which is, um, oh my goodness, not everybody in my ancestral lineage sits on the same line of values that I do. And that's okay. We'll talk about that. So the reason why we do this, the power of ancestral magic lives in bringing their wisdom, their experience, their support to your soul's purpose, lighting up new codes within you and awakening different parts of yourself that you did not yet know existed. Powerful, right? It's almost as if, why wouldn't you? (laughs) Other than this isn't, this isn't, you know, in the top, you know, handful of things that people suggest that witches start with. In my practice, it is. The way that I teach it, it is. I'll give you an example. I did a reading last week for a woman who is really, I mean, she's she's accomplished a lot in her life. She has her family created, and yet she seems to keep bumping, bumping up against this upper limit of what's possible for her to create for herself. And immediately we identified that it's actually that same story that's been told with her mother, her mother's mother, her mother's mother's mother. It's this idea of where women fit within the success of the world of what's possible. And so there's literally just like this upper limit in her life, not one that she put in place, but one that has come down generationally. The moment that we identified this, the moment that we began to clear it, 
everything started creating new momentum in her life. So it is possible for you to learn so much about yourself that you can transform the way that you are experiencing this lifetime. If you want to do deep work in this area, make sure you use the link in the show notes to find me in Mystery School, and I am happy to go into the mysteries of your ancestors with you. Okay, so how do we do it? And at the end of this how, I'm going to be giving you an exact wording in a ritual that you can utilize. You can come back to this video, you can save it, you can um, cut this piece out, write it out, do whatever you want, but you can utilize this in your practice. But number one, I suggest that you research. If you if you have been adopted or there's people in your lineage that there's no contact with, or maybe all of your um, ancestors are no longer living, it's okay. You can still do this. So start with research. Create a family tree of all of the knowledge that you have about your parents and your parents' parents and your parents' parents. Go as deep and as wide as you desire. I invite you to create a family tree that on one side is the who and where they came from, and the other side is things that you can learn. You know, ask if you have living relatives, ask what were they like? How did how did they practice their spiritual path? What was their faith? What did they do for a living? What did they like to eat? What was their passion? What was their personality like? What and it also might include what were the things about them that we didn't that we didn't love that we don't want to bring into this lifetime. So research, research, research. Now, let's talk about this little caveat. I guarantee you that there are ancestors in your lineage that misbehaved or misbehaved. Interesting, nice way of saying it. It's a nice way of saying that we like to talk about us as witches having been burned in the past. And we often don't want to acknowledge that there's probably somebody in our lineage that did the burning, that did the persecution. Totally okay. They still have wisdom to give you. They entirely do. So acknowledge that you are going to research your family tree and your ancestors without judgment, (laughs) without judgment for yourself or for them. You might start to see some of yourself in what you learn about your ancestors. So we're still researching. You're researching, you're Googling, you're going online, you're asking living relatives questions. And I invite you to not rush this process. Take your time. You can still do these rituals and do this great work even while you continue to research because it's an unfolding. It's like peeling back the layers of an onion. You're at the center and around you at the center are layers that you learn about yourself and your family. And honestly, one of the most powerful things you're going to learn is the beliefs that you have that sit in your subconscious, that drive who you are today, which directly impacts the effectiveness of your spells and your rituals when you realize that there are patterns and beliefs that you didn't even realize you had. And when you find that it came from your grandmother on your father's side, that she had that faith and that belief, then you're like, wow, that isn't something I actually agree with. I didn't realize that I'm carrying that. Then you can make change. That's how we start to clear the patterns and the beliefs. So research, deep levels of research in what you can find out. Number two, set up an altar space, something to honor your ancestors. If you have physical items or photos or things that are special to you that represent your family or things that you have cleared from your family, I mean, maybe maybe you're not in communication with your family anymore and that is okay. You can still bring the spirit of those lineages, the blood of your blood 
into an altar space. So create a sacred space where you can pray, where you can be in devotion, where you can cast rituals and spells and bring their wisdom into your body. Number three, commit to bringing them into your practice. Even if it's, maybe you commit to doing, um, you know, 10 minutes once a week or a ritual once a month or whatever that looks like for you in your practice, commit to something so they know this, their spirits know that when you bring them in and you invoke them into your practice, that they know that there is going to be an ongoing relationship between you and them. And they, you know, you don't need all to list all 50 of them or represent all 50 of them or 5,000 of them, because really our lineage can go way back. Create a space that just represents you and your lineage or how you feel that you fit within your lineage. Bring something beautiful to it. Bring something that might be old to it. And if you don't have any of that, it's totally fine. You can even just represent yourself because you are in this lifetime, the product of your ancestors. So creating a space, creating a commitment, agreeing to when you're going to dedicate and devote time to bringing them into your practice. So three simple steps to start. Do the research, get to know your ancestors, spiritually Googling through your family, create a sacred space to actually be there to pray and honor them, and then create a commitment to how you will bring them into your practice. Optional pieces, write a letter to your ancestors invoke them, bring them in, ask them for guidance and wisdom. But know that it's a two-way street of communication. It's a two-way street of devotion. If you want them being devoted to you, then show some devotion to them. You can even provide offerings. Maybe you find out what your, you know, your great-great-great-grandparents, um, where they farmed or what foods they ate. Maybe you can bring these foods as an offering onto your altar. Offerings are a super potent way to connect to spirits from the other side of the veil. Ancestors are not. So once you've done these pieces, the research, you've pulled together as much as you can, if you can, and it doesn't matter if you can't, you can still do this ritual, even if you are not able to identify who the actual humans were, it's totally fine because you still carry their blood. If you were raised by somebody that's not related to you by blood, honor them too. You get twofold, your, your blood family and your non-blood family, just as powerful. So you've done this work, the research. You create the sacred space. You make a commitment. You're giving offerings. I invite you to put these steps into place and then do one big opening ritual, like an invocation or a starting place to work with your ancestors. And I'm going to give you the words now. I call forth the wisdom, guidance, and lessons into my body now, leaving behind patterns, beliefs, and hardship behind. I am the blood of my blood, and I clear all curses, banishing them to the past in which they belong. I represent my bloodline in this lifetime, and I call back the power that has given or taken without our consent. I... Taverly, replace with your name. I, Taverly, stand in the full power of me and my ancestors' wisdom. And so it is. 
You may repeat this daily. You may also start bringing in one part of your lineage at a time. You may call in, you might speak your mother's name. My mother, list her name. My mother's mother, list her name if you know it. Or it might just be my mother and her lineage, I call you forth now. My father and his lineage, I call you forth now. If you know their information, speak it. I promise you this will greatly, greatly impact the way that you live this lifetime when you call in the power of those that have come before you that carry the same blood as you. Thank you for joining us today. On any of your favorite listening apps, we would really appreciate a rating and review. And if you're looking for more information, make sure that you go to moontempleschool.com and you can find us there. 